0: everyone and welcome to another life-changing episode of Grogan's Bullyproof where we're kicking life with bullyproof expert master Rich Grogan as a master martial artist and sixth degree black belt with 40 years experience I've spent my life empowering kids and adults with hope and the courage and confidence to believe in themselves to overcome their fears and battle through their challenges to stand up to any bully they're facing either real or in their mind and now I've got the opportunity to share these messages with you each and every week so, get ready as we go on this life changing journey together to become bully proof and to live our best kick in life. Get it going, Harold. There we go. Boom! Greetings. And welcome to Grogan's Academy of Martial Arts. Welcome to another exciting episode of Grogan's Bullyproof and Kicking Life. I'm Master Grogan, and what are we going to talk about today? Two of the things that I think are, I don't know, the most central key component to well, just about everything we do here at the academy, but also a way that I think is instrumental in helping kids become and adults become bullyproof, and uh, that's attitude and effort. And attitude and effort, I mean, it's pretty much what it sounds like. Your attitude is the thought process, your intentions going into something, and the effort is actually the application, actually doing it. So let me make, make it even simpler. Attitude is, hey, I'm gonna do my very best. I believe in myself. I'm gonna try, now I'm gonna try, I'm gonna do. Yes, I'm gonna battle through, I'm not gonna give up. That's the attitude. This might be new, this might be scary. I might be afraid, that's okay. There's always things we're afraid of. Now, fear is an acronym for two different things. Fear could stand for, what can fear stand for? <laughs> Future events appearing real, meaning you're fearing in your mind that the event that you're afraid of or about to get into, that's so it's real that you can't overcome it. You can't battle through it. It's gonna engulf you. Or fear could also stand for face everything and rise. So that fear, you're gonna use that as energy to face whatever challenges whatever adversity, whatever battles that you're going through and rise up and say, you know what, I'm better than this. And that's the attitude I'm talking about. Now the effort is actually applying yourself and do what you said you're gonna do to overcome that fear, to overcome that challenge, to battle through whatever adversity you're going through right now. Attitude and effort. And that happens to be the only two things we evaluate, well, I shouldn't say the only two things, but it's the central focus of everything we do here at the academy is kids, students, adults, parents, have to have the right attitude, and then put forth the right amount of effort in order to pass. I, we never evaluate on athletic ability or talent, simply because some kids are gifted in certain areas and some kids aren't, and that's just the reality of life. You know, some kids are great musicians, but maybe they're not all that athletic on the football field or baseball field or ice rink, right? and then you got some kids that, man, they're extremely gifted athlete, but they, they're, they're not musically inclined. I never evaluate on any of that stuff. You know, some kids come in and they got great body control and other kids don't. But my thing is, evaluating on attitude and effort is that mindset of the attitude, but effort's also a mindset of believing in yourself enough to put forth your best. Now, how does that help kids become bully-proof? You may be asking that. Well, any time that you continuously overcome your fears, you battle through your challenges, you have the right mindset, the attitude of, I'm going to do my best, I'm gonna battle through. I'm not gonna give up. I used to be afraid of that. You start planting those seeds, uh, seeds in your mental garden, and then you follow that up with the right effort. Sort of like when kids come here to the academy. A lot of times they come in and they're all excited about going to martial arts because they saw something on TV. And I know uh, I haven't seen it yet, but Cobra Kai is really big now. People talk about that all the time. I haven't watched it yet. Maybe I should. But (laughs) everybody's talking about it. And I do know that when the Karate Kid came out in the '80s. That was like the greatest thing that ever happened to uh, the martial arts industry, right? Aside from Chuck Norris and Bruce Lee back in the 60s, I'm sorry, 70s, not 60s, in the 70s. But anyway, they come in and they're like, oh, everybody's wearing these pajamas and they might be a little intimidated, they might be a little scared, they're not sure what to do, they hear everybody on the mat, Ayah, ya, ah the karate tee up, right? <laughs> and they're like, oh. But we have them, hey, it's gonna be all right. We're gonna do, all I want you to do is do your best here. They step out, they put their shoes side by side nice and neat. That's an attitude and effort as well, having the attitude to do your very, very best of Simple things like putting your shoes side by side and the effort of actually doing it. Right. And once again, the more you do uh, apply yourself with attitude and effort, the more it's going to sink in and everything you do is going to start following along that same process. So the kids come out, they get on the mat. They're a little nervous, a little scared. And we're said, hey, all I want you to do is look in those big mirrors. Look at that cool kid that looks just like you. That is you. And just do your best. Slowly but surely, we start building that up and then we start talking about all I want you to do is use your tiger's eyes, your lion's voice. Believe in yourself. Look in the mirrors. I believe in me. I can do this. That's the attitude. The effort is actually doing it. Now, it takes a little while, but just like growing a tree, right? Just because you put the seed in the ground today doesn't mean tomorrow you're going to have a tree or a plant or anything else. It takes a little while. We start off with that simple action of I got to have the right attitude that I want to get the right seed planted and then the effort of actually planting the seed. Well, the same thing here and the same thing with your kids uh, about becoming bully proof and the same thing with yourself about becoming bully proof. Uh, Society in the world today, especially with the pandemic and everything that's going on, man, as Rocky says, it'll beat you to your knees and keep you there permanent if you let it. You mean nobody's going to hit as hard as life. But it ain't about how hard you can hit. It's about how hard you can get hit and keep moving forward. How much you can take and keep moving forward. That's how winning is done. Yeah, that's also how we become bully-proof. Now, I hear it all the time. People say, well, yeah, but that's easy for you to say. You've been in martial arts 40 years and been teaching for 35 and da-da-da-da. Hey, I still have my fears. I still have my challenges every single day. You know, when we were shut down for a while, boy, oh, boy, that was stuff. What I do, my wife, family... All our uh, wonderful uh, instructors here at Grogan's Academy of Martial Arts, we found a way to battle through. Yeah, why? Because the kids are looking up to us. We want to make sure we make the right choices. Now that doesn't mean I'm perfect. I'm not Mary Poppins. I'm not perfect in every imaginable way. (laughs) I make my mistakes too. But what I try and do is learn from my mistakes and then pass those on to parents, to our instructors so they can pass it on to the students to help empower them. But back to the attitude and effort. This is what we talk about. You know, maybe a kid, they first get in here, and maybe they're athletic, they're uh, physically talented, that's not in their gene, and that's okay. We don't evaluate on that, but they're out there and they've got their tiger's eyes. they got their lion voice. And gosh darn it, their, their punches are all over the place, but they're trying, man. They're trying. And we start saying, hey, that's good. I love the attitude because you want to do it. I can see it in your eyes. I hear it in your keops. So let's focus that punch in a little bit better. Yeah, Let's turn and snap that baby. Pop over. And so not over here, but it's right in front. So they continuously work at it little by little by little by little. And before I know it, a punch, instead of going here or here or a kit kind of like that, where they're all off balance. Before you know it, bang, they're getting some snap in that punch. They're recovering back up by their cheek and their kicks there. Wham! They're having some pop in those kicks little by little. we continue to, to uh, not only push and encourage them to be their best, but continue to show the success from that attitude and effort. So back again, how does that add up to bully proof? Well, anytime you're improving on anything, you're going to start feeling more confidence. Your self-esteem is going to rise. You're going to start feeling better about yourself. You're going to start believing in yourself. And the more you believe in yourself, it's like, whoa, this feels pretty good. I'm confident. Now, that doesn't mean just because you have the confidence and maybe it's just short gain confidence doesn't mean it can't be crushed right off the bat. Sort of like the the, uh, fertile stages of that plant that's starting to grow. If you went out there and cut the plant or stepped on it, it would crush it, right? You gotta continue to nurture it as you go along there. You gotta water it. So same thing with our mental garden there. You gotta water that confidence and continue to build it. And by all means, we're gonna praise, but we're gonna praise when it's necessary. We're not gonna give false praise. We're gonna continue to motivate and continue pushing. Now what happens is you get moving along, get moving along, get moving along, confidence is growing, confidence is growing, which is great, and there's always gonna be a setback. That's okay. A setback is not the end of the world. A setback is what uh, really solidifies that strength. They talk about the um, old days when they make wagon wheels for um, uh, the wagons. Well, they would go out. They wouldn't take the trees that were all together. They would want the oak tree that stood by itself. Why? That thing is tempered. That thing is strong. That thing has withstood the, stand, uh, the winds and the storms. That's the one you want because that's going to be the most solid. Now, I'm not saying uh, put your kids in, 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 in unwinnable situations, but I am saying it's okay to challenge them every once in a while. Yeah, push them a little bit more. And that's exactly what we do at the academy. It's why we talk about it so much here. I am not a believer. Listen to me here. Some of you may not agree with this, and that's okay. You're entitled to your beliefs and your opinions. But uh, I don't believe in this, and if we don't connect on this, then I'm probably not the right person for you, and I'm probably not the right academy for you, and that's okay. doesn't mean I'm right and you're wrong, and you're right and I'm wrong. Just different beliefs. But I do not believe at all with the everybody gets a trophy or I don't believe everybody gets a belt or a stripe just because they show up. Or everybody gets an A because well, they're here today, we'll give them an A. Now, I get it. Some kids are talented, some kids aren't. Once again, all I evaluate on, which is the theme of this video and this podcast here, is attitude and effort. I truly believe with everything I am, you apply the right amount of uh, the right attitude and apply the right amount of effort, you're going to get better. You're going to earn it. And you're gonna earn more than a belt or a stripe or a grade or a trophy. No, (laughs) those things, yeah, they they, they make you feel good. But what you earn is self-respect. And self-respect is what empowers you to believe in yourself, to stand up to any bully you're facing. Any any bully, either real or in your mind. And oftentimes the bully in our mind is the meanest, cruelest, nastiest bully we're ever gonna face in the world because that bully, they know us, right? It's us. They know our weaknesses. They know how to hurt us. They know how to cut us. And they know how to d- cut deep in our heart, make us feel bad about ourselves. Some examples that, you know, growing up, I was never a very big person. You know, I worked hard. Everybody worked hard. But, man, <laughs> my thing, I knew going in, I wasn't the biggest, but I had determination. And that's a big part of why I'm the way I am today with the attitude and effort. Because um, um, I remember. A, playing on different baseball teams, hockey teams, football teams, I was, I was never very big. And oftentimes it was like, well, Richie, you're not very big, you're not tall enough, you're not strong enough, oh, you're not tall enough to get in here, oh. I mean, it was always that. Now I could have succumbed to that and started believing because, well, my mind would bully me thinking, you know what, maybe they're right. I'm not tall enough, I'm not strong enough, I'm not good enough, I'm not smart enough either, you know what, I'm not the smartest guy in the world. Maybe they're right. I could have sort of came to that. And sometimes those seeds, or those weeds, I'm sorry, will pop up in that mental garden. What do weeds do to anything growing in a garden? Ah, they suffocate and kill it, right? Yeah, that happens. That's why we got to fight those fears off, right? We've got to fight those weeds, prune our garden. But I was always told that. Now, I remember uh, in, in a number of different baseball teams, hockey teams, and football teams, there were always these kids that were just gifted athletes. I mean, to tell you, it's like, son of a gun. Man, and the ones that hit uh, puberty before anybody else, you know, the, the, the guys in fifth grade that have already got a mustache. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? And uh, they already got the deep voice and you're like, well, son of a gun. So they are gifted their way ahead. So I always knew I was, again, hey, Coach Larry, thank you so much. I saw the little shout-out earlier today. Sorry, folks, a little, I, 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 I usually can't see it, but that one popped up. That was an act of God for Coach Larry to pop up there. Thank you for the shout-out of the podcast. It touched my heart, my, my, my brother. I appreciate that. So anyway, the, uh, these kids just were, like I said, just talented, and they hit puberty well before everybody else. But what they always seemed, not all of them, but a good number of them, they didn't have the right attitude and effort. Now, I say that because I had always thought, gosh darn, why can't I be like him? You know, let's just say, a, a Terry. Why can't I be like Jeff? Why can't I be like Chris? Man, why can't I be like Steve? Why can't I be like Tom? Man, they're so good. They don't, even look, they don't even look like they try. Now, I don't know in the background what they've done. Maybe they're just naturally gifted. But I did know And I could see that it didn't seem like they appreciated what they had. Now, once again, I shouldn't judge, but all I knew is I'm like, you know what? I'm going to work harder. I'm going to work harder. I'm going to work harder. And as time went on, I was pushing myself and I'd set them kind of as a benchmark. Now, I always say I don't like when kids compare themselves to other kids simply because I feel like uh, I'm never going to be as cool as those guys I mentioned, but they're never going to be as cool as me either. So oftentimes when we compare ourselves with others, it's a recipe for disaster. We'll say, well, I'll never be as good as him, but at least I'm not as bad as him. And what does that say about you, right? That's not the right attitude and effort. The right attitude is I'm going to be the very best I can be and I'm going to put forth the right amount of effort in order to be that person that I know I can be. And that's the same message I talk to our instructors and our team about and our coaching clients, people I work with. I talk to them about, look, I'm going to always talk to you and treat you at a level that I see you and know that you can be, never at the level you are right now. Because to me, that's that's actually talking down to you. Now, I'm going to communicate on a level you understand, but I'm going to motivate and push you up. So I'm going to tell you things that you may not understand right now in an attempt to plant the right seeds in your mental garden to apply the right amount of attitude. I'm going to do it. I'm not going to give up. And then the right amount of effort. So back to the, the kids growing up. So once again, I don't know what they had to put into it, Some of them I just think were naturally gifted, but I knew that, look, I may have to work harder at this, but I'm going to. And I did. And that's kind of the same thing applied here. You know, I I wasn't always the best kicker in martial arts. I mean, I I did my share. I'm 50 years old now, so I still do, you know, if I need to show uh, uh, kids how to do a technique or this or that, I, I feel like I still got it. But I always had to work seemed like a lot harder because I'm, you know, shorter legs and some other things. The same thing with hockey and football and baseball. But by applying myself with the attitude of I believe I'm going to get better at this and I'm going to put forth the hard work, whatever it takes to get better at this. Now, those friends uh, that I mentioned and I just kind of made up some names there. I'm not sure what those guys are doing today and I hope they're well and I hope they're doing great. But I just know is as I continue to get older, they continue to grow. But it seemed like they uh, they hit a hit a peak. And I, I maybe, I don't know if it took the, the tree in the forest or that's out by itself that was hit with all kinds of wind and storms that conditioned it. Well, I just kept driving and driving and driving. And who I was, as a kid, scared to death of just about anything and everybody. I was afraid of making mistakes. I was, uh, I was bullied a lot because I allowed it to happen because I didn't believe in myself because I allowed all those negative weeds in my mental garden to tell me I wasn't good enough, wasn't smart enough, wasn't strong enough, wasn't big enough, battled through. So I see today, I see kids and I see adults that come in and I can see it in their eyes. They're defeated. They don't believe in themselves. Somebody's been rude to them, mean to them. Somebody's bullied them. And they're just like, well, I guess we'll try out this martial arts stuff. (laughs) So, and there's there's so many martial arts academies around and i believe that everybody does the best they can do with what they do where we've evolved uh uh, in our academy we're a bully proof and life skills academy teaching kids believe in themselves, attitude and effort, but then life skills, the manners, discipline, respect, the honor, integrity. You know, simple things like putting your shoes side by side, giving mom and dad a hug and a kiss after every class, being respectful and appreciative of what you have, but also respect and appreciating who you are for who you are, not anybody else. And then at same attitude, I'm gonna do my best. I'm gonna do my best. I can do this, I can do this, I can do this. Positive affirmations. What do you think that does to your mental garden when you're constantly planting those positive seeds? Yeah. And then you water those seeds by putting forth the effort. And before you know it, like I mentioned before, those punches are snapping out there, man. The hooks and boom, the uppercuts. You get some elbows in there, some back fist in there. The bang. I mean, just before you know it, it's like getting better and better and better and better. And of course, that drives your confidence up, right? Yeah. And then we get the boards out. Now you're breaking a board. You're afraid of that board at first, but now you're doing it because the attitude and efforts what drove you through. And today we had two belt promotion ceremonies. They were absolutely fantastic. And a few of the kids struggled with their board breaks. them are doing wheel kicks. That's a pretty advanced kick for those that aren't in the martial arts industry. Uh, but I always push the kids. I'm always wanting to push them. And I'll be honest, sometimes I push them a little further than they're ready for. And if it's too much, we'll back off a little bit. But more times than not, that little extra push, they'll say, or the parents will say, I didn't think he could do it, but I was trusting you. Or the kid says, I didn't think I'd get through that board. I said, yeah but we worked together on this. You had the attitude of, I'm, I'm gonna do this. And I always say do and not try. They are creeds. It's uh, with courage and confidence, I will, um, I will believe in myself and always do my best. Not try, because try gives you an out. You say, well, I tried, I guess it just, I guess it ain't gonna happen, I guess I'm not good. No, that's self-defeating, man. Do means you're gonna stay committed to it until you do it. it means you may have a failure, you may have a setback, it may not go right. But with the attitude and effort of do, I'm gonna do it, I'm gonna do it, I'm gonna do it. You're gonna stay committed until you do it. And then the reward, what is the reward? My gosh, I didn't think I could do that. Yeah, baby. And that's what's building up that empowerment. And I talk about, and some of them, motivational speaker, inspirational speaker, and those are all good. I talk about being an empowerment speaker or an empowerment coach because empowering you is lighting a fuse inside getting that flame burning baby and you are now empowered to do what you were born to do you're empowered to step out of that proverbial round hole with everybody else and be the gift that god made you to be but it all starts with believing yourself and that all starts with having the right mindset the right attitude and effort to excel so attitude and effort with the kiddos, starts off with the little tigers, little four, five, and six-year-olds, right? They're all just a bundle of joy and this and that, but we build in that attitude and effort right off the bat. we putting their shoes side by side, having the right attitude to pick up after yourself, having the right attitude to learn how to tie your shoes and put your shoes and socks on. Now, parents wanna help the kids, and I'm all for it. We wanna help and encourage the kids, but I want the kids to take responsibility. The same thing, we have a, a training log sheet where they have to track their attendance, attendance and their training, what they did here, and their training at home. Now, for the young kids, yes, mom and dad are gonna help them with that. But they've been here a little while. We try to tell the parents, look, I wanna take this out of your hands. I want the kids to be responsible for this. I want them to have them the attitude of, I can do this. This is my responsibility in the effort to actually do it. Why? Why do you think that's important? Well, there's thousands of reasons why that's important, but I'll just give you kind of the biggest one here right now is the sooner they can start accepting responsibility for themselves. yeah. The sooner they're going to feel proud and better of themselves. Now, what do all kids want to do? They want to, they want to make mom and dad happy, right? Yeah. And same thing at school. If they have a, thing, a note, they have to give to mom and dad, or a paper for mom and dad to sign. If they've learned that sense of responsibility and they have that attitude and effort of always doing their best, always being responsible, because they know that they got to bring their training log sheet here. We call it your ticket to test. You got to have that. Well, then of course, they're going to be more responsible getting that paper to mom and dad. They're going to be more responsible about picking up their room. They're going to be more responsi- responsible about putting their shoes side by side. And responsibility is a huge, huge, huge thing. And, of course, what does responsibility teach? Self-respect. What is the greatest tools to become bullyproof? Respecting yourself. And that's where self-confidence comes from. When you have respect for yourself, you're not going to let someone else disrespect you. And you're going to be very careful about disrespecting somebody else because they know how it feels crazy isn't it all from just two things attitude and effort and here's my little thing i say and i've been saying this for 30 something years now here it is master grogan's little uh uh, wisdom quote that the kids always finish on me i always say when you do your best you become your and they say best and i say when you don't you and some kids say you become your worst i said no that doesn't rhyme when you don't you won't (laughs) You do your best with your attitude and effort. You do your best by being responsible. You do your best by believing in yourself. You do your best, you'll become your absolute very best. Now, will you ever be as good as me? (laughs) No, you're gonna be better because you're not me. I'll never be as good as you, but you're gonna be the best you can be. I'm gonna be the best I can be. These kids are gonna be the best they can be. And the same thing, if you've got siblings, don't compare your kids to one another, all right? They're born in their own unique way. I've got three kids. Those that know me and, uh, you know, uh, yeah, that first kid, well, yeah, you make all the mistakes you think you got to figure it out by the second kid, somehow you make more mistakes. And then by third kid, I really got this thing figured out. Well, I still make mistakes. <laughs> I had the right attitude and effort to try and do my very, very best. But what the best thing, uh, the learning experience I had was we can't compare the three together. They are unique in their own individual ways and they are great in their own ways. So I can't compare it. Why, why can't you be more like your brother? Why can't you be more like your sister? Terrible. Terrible. Don't, don't, do, don't do that. I hear it all the time. Um, I don't know that I've ever said that. I've thought of saying it, but no, knowing I talk about this and encourage others not to do it is a seed that's been planted in my mental garden as a reminder. If I go to say, "Well, Austin, why can't you be more? Oh, don't do it. <laughs> Don't do it. So it's a way of keeping me in check too. Having the right attitude and then the effort is actually, you know, uh, not saying what I shouldn't say that it's gonna damage or destroy him. He, he's gonna be the best he can be. Now I will say, why can't you be your very best because you haven't applied the right amount of attitude and effort toward doing that? That's fine. But back to it again. Those to me are two central keys, two big, huge components of helping kids become bullyproof. And bullyproof is simply, um, well, enough believing in yourself that you're going to stand up to any bully you face, either real or in your mind. And as I said, the bully in your mind or the bully in the mirror. Whew, That's a vicious, mean bully, and uh, in in society today, and I just had a conversation with a grandpa today, and I'll tell you what, I love uh, the belt promotion ceremonies. I was talking to my son, Austin. uh, Afterwards, we always talk about what went great, what went really well, what went good, and what could we have done a better job on, and just always trying to self-improve. I got a little acronym called CAN-I, Um, I forgot who I got that from. But anyway, can I is constant and never-ending improvement. You know, and it means uh, happy but not satisfied. You know, I'm happy with the way things are, but I'm not satisfied because I know I could probably do better. I'll just have to dig in a little bit deeper. Anyway, talking to Grandpa, and it's further from Texas, and it's the first time they've ever uh, come to the academy. And it's the first time they've actually ever seen their child um, uh, in a martial arts class. And the child was a... um, What rank were they going for? Advanced green belt. And... uh, I always start off by telling people, saying, hey, welcome to the academy. Just so you know, the kiddos here have tested a minimum of four, some eight times, Uh, senior rank, they have to test eight times in order to earn the right to to come to the belt promotion ceremony. And I say a minimum because some kids don't always pass their, their tip test, and that's kind of a push. Hey, I think you could do a little bit better here. I want you to work on this, this, and this, and come back to me, and we evaluate each child, just like I'm talking about attitude and effort on those two things, attitude and effort. Never athletic ability or talent. Now, the talent will develop itself with the right amount of attitude and effort uh, to, be, to become their best. But anyway, I started talking about that, and I always talk about um, um, how I'm not an advocate of everybody gets a trophy. I want the kids to earn it because sooner or later, my grandma used to tell me when I was a kid, she would say, Richie, sooner or later, you're going to have to pay the ferryman. Richie, sooner or later, you're going to have to pay the fiddler. Now, when I was a kid, I don't know I was. Like, who the heck is the ferryman and who the heck's the fiddler that I'm going to have to pay? What is Grandma Bonnie talking about here? <laughs> well, Grandma Bonnie was planting a seed in my mind. I didn't know at the time that was kind of the attitude, to have the right attitude of doing my best because one, someday along the line, I'm going to have to pay that fiddler that ferryman. And uh, same thing I talked about here with the kids. There's going to be a time when you're going to have to break a bigger board than maybe you broke in the past. Well, that attitude and effort's going to come to, to light here if you've been kind of dogging in class and put forth your best. Now, we do our best if the kids do that. Like, hey, you're not getting your stripe today, especially at a green belt rank. You're going to have to put forth a little bit more. And that's pushing them. And it stings a little bit when they don't get their stripe. But they haven't, they haven't earned it. All I'm asking is the attitude and effort. But anyway, I go through this little spiel here. Sorry to drag that on a little bit. And this, this grandpa over here, he starts clapping. And I'm like, well, thanks. I'm flatter, you know. <laughs> uh, I, I'm honored. And uh, uh, just talking about I'm wanting these kids to be their very very best because somewhere in, in time life's going to pop them in the chops there's like he says it's going to knock you beat you to your knees and keep you there permanently if you let it so I'm always encouraging them to be their very very best so you know, it comes time for the kiddo to, to do his break I mean, he struggled a little bit he really did and I just said have you worked as hard at home practicing on this break as you should have and he's well well I said well there's your answer buddy I said here's your time to shine but you didn't put in the work to do it right He's like, and I said, I oh, don't put your head down. No, no, no I'm, I'm only getting on to you and I'm only pushing you because I care. And you know, I spent time in Korea uh, training a fight in the martial arts here. been over there four times, so pretty blessed uh, with, with, with those opportunities. And the old saying was, if the instructor took time to talk to you or to get on to you or to motivate you or encourage you, if they took any amount of time to isolate you out, man, oh man, respect that time. Because time, as we know, is the most sacred commodity on the planet, and the fact that they gave you a piece of their life in order to help you be your very, very best, and you stand at attention, and you take it, and you, yes, sir, thank you. If they pass on by, it's like, ah, that person's not worth my time. And that's why, and I, I, I wanna think everybody's worth my time, and I try and help them as much as I can, but I also gotta realize time is such a sacred commodity, that, you know, I'm gonna do my best to help everybody, but I can only help the people that are willing and wanting to help. So, um, I still, was, popped up attitude and effort skill performance my buddy brother tom ziggler and i saw a few others i'm gonna give a quick shout out to there's tom and there's judith how are you my brother tom he says on here attitude effort and skill equals performance and folks that's uh that's tom ziggler that's the legendary zig ziggler's son post personal friend i love your brother um i'm gonna let him Tom let me know a little while ago that uh, I was the first ever Ziegler Platinum certified because I've taken every Ziegler program there is. I'll do a little dance for that. all goofy and stuff but uh you are who you surround yourself with you surround yourself with people that are pushed uh, uh, uh engines driving you to be better and gosh darn it you're going to be uh you're going to be better than you could have ever imagine you're going to be your very very best and live what i call your best kick in life and the other thing you surround yourself with anchors people that pull you down before you know it that's where you're at with that and zig tells an incredible story of uh crabs in a bucket or the flea trainer is probably one of my favorites and um, i'll tell you that story real quick and Tom's listening, he'll he'll let me know if I did a great job telling the story. A flea trainer is, you put fleas in a jar and you put lid on top of the jar and the fleas are gonna jump up, bang, 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 banging their head inside that jar. Well, after a while of them banging their head in the jar, what are they gonna do? They're gonna stop jumping so high, right? So literally, after a while of them banging their head, they're gonna shorten their belief in themselves about how high they can jump, and you could take that lid off that jar, and they're never gonna jump out. Why? They've conditioned themselves to only believe that this is all they're worth because they hit their head so many times that I don't wanna do that anymore. And Now you set that jar of fleas there and they'll never jump out. Well, unfortunately, that's what happens to a lot of us in society. We lose that right attitude and that effort because we've been turned down, we've been shot down, we've been knocked down, we've banged our head too many times, and we lose that faith and belief in ourselves. And when that happens, that's when we become vulnerable to bullies. That's why being bully-proof, having the right attitude and effort, is so important to drive us to be our very best, to pass those things on to our kids, to help empower them to be their very, very best. Yeah, we're gonna hit our head. Yeah, we're gonna get knocked down. Yeah, we're gonna have setbacks. But with the right attitude and effort and not trying, I talked about that earlier in the video, I'll try, no, I'm doing this thing. And when you're committed to doing it, gosh darn it, you're gonna do it and do it and do it and do it until you get it. No matter how many times you fail, that's the difference we can try and do. And that's the difference between having the right attitude of believing in myself, doing my very best, and not giving up. That's the attitude of fear as face everything and rise instead of future events appearing real that scare me to death. And of course, what drives that? The attitude, the effort of continuously moving forward. I believe in me. I've been knocked down. I'm hurt. I don't know if I want to continue. But why did I start it in the first place? That's the attitude. So back to the kids, back to the young man. He struggled breaking his board. I got on him a little bit. Thanks, Tom. Tom, give me a thumbs up. And Judith continues to mention great wisdom there too. I can't really see without my glasses. Love you, Tom. And Judith, thank you so much for your input. So the guy, he struggled a little bit. He struggled a little bit. I brought him back in. I said, all right, you and I, right now, we're doing this thing together. Say, I believe in me. He goes, I believe in me. I said, uh uh-uh, no. Look me in the eye, say, I believe in me. Goes, I believe in me. I can do this. I can do this. And he starts shaking. I said, I can do this. Because I can do this. We're going to do this. We're going to do this. It's all right. And everybody starts clapping for him. Yeah, 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 yeah. He hits the board. Boom. Doesn't break. Hits it again. Boom. It doesn't break. I said, focus. Focus. He goes, I got it. Boom. Broke the board. And he's like, oh. Ah. And of course, before you know it, he's got a little tear coming down his eyes and he's embarrassed. Say, hey, no, nothing to be embarrassed by, it, man. I'm about ready to cry here. I look over to his grandpa and his grandpa is crying. His grandma's crying. All excited. Why? Because we didn't give up. We weren't trying to break that gosh darn board. We were breaking that board. We were getting through it. So that's essentially how we drive. Now, for our younger ranks, I'll encourage them in the same way, maybe not to the magnitude of, <laughs> I did that young man because he was a senior green belt. But, gotta gotta honor the struggle. Yes, Judith, you're right about that. No, we don't like the struggle. For all me, I, I don't. A lot of times, like, gosh darn. But that's what turns us. I talked about earlier. That oak tree that's standing there all alone. That's been weathered. It's been tempered. That's the ones that make the greatest wagon wheels, right? Yeah. But. Uh, Anyway, he got through it, but afterwards, they're leaving the academy and the grandpa came up and just, you know, it's one of those that sometimes, I'm a human being too, you know, this pandemic's been tough and, you know, we've been open since June and uh, I'll share something with you here. We've had the police come out and uh, check on us because somebody reported us for being open. The police officers pretty much said, hey, we we honor what you're doing. Please stay safe, but keep doing what you're doing because community needs what you're doing there. Uh, There is no try. Only do and not do. Yes. Thank you, Tom. Thank you, uh, Yoda. <laughs> um, oh, Tom. Gosh darn. But um, anyway, he, he, he leaves. And uh, thank you for your knowledge, sir. Coach Lair, and your wonderful wife. Thank you very much. Got to meet you a couple, uh, I would, would say last year. But I think it was a year before because last year was... You're right, but I uh, hope to see you again this year in 2021, brother. Um, but anyway, he, uh, he 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 leaves. The wife leaves and said, "We're from Texas. We've never been here uh, before, or the academy, and we've never seen our grandson uh, do any of the martial arts stuff." He goes, "My gosh, do all martial arts academies teach this?" And I said, "Well, I, I <laughs> the ones I associate with, yes. I'm sure some out there they do their own thing, and that's okay. Uh, I believe in my heart that most martial arts academies are all meant to help empower others to be their very, very best." Hey, Tara, thanks for getting on here. When you pop on, I always say hi. I can't really see that well, but I'll do my best. But uh, when they left, yeah, he said, well, that's exactly what I want for my grandson. And, you know, the, the grandma's shaking because uh, they're so excited about what just happened. And this is, I told them this, and I, I've told know, thousands of, of others this. You know, the world's tough, as we all know, and there's nothing I can do in here to push them as hard as the world's gonna push them. I wanna, I wanna do my best, I would never be that mean, but my goal is to give them that courage, that confidence, that empowerment, that belief in themselves, that self-respect, self-esteem, self-confidence, so when that bully comes along in life, whether it's here or in real life, that they've overcome a challenge before. They've battled through adversity before, so at least they got something to build on because the kids with the biggest hearts, man, I always, always knew I had a big heart because I always tried to help. Uh, 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 as many people as I can I was kind of from two schools Dad was old school Don't trust anybody Don't you dare You put your heart out there People are going to shred it And flay it And abuse you And beat you And you better be tougher than that That was the dad side of me The fighter side And then on the other side My mom and my grandma Which kind of helped raise me there They were all about Richie, always have a good heart Richie, always put God first Richie, always believe in others Richie, always try and help others And that's a good thing, right? But a lot of times you put your heart out there first. Dad was right. He's old school. There are people out there that are going to flay it. They're going to slice and dice it and make Julian fries, as I like to say. Uh, but that doesn't mean we develop a hard... A heart where we don't trust or believe and respect anybody that's a hard way to live and, and i love my dad he's a vietnam vet wounded vietnam vet but he's, he's had kind of a rough life because that's that's kind of his the way he's lived and um and you live that way because you've been bullied or beat down or lost faith in the world and uh and that's kind of where he's at there now but uh, still love him Call him by the way if you've Folks are still alive. Uh, if you're listening here, reach out to them. That's a blessing. It really, really is. And change your mindset and attitude of, oh gosh, I got to call my parents. Now change it from, I don't, I gotta, I get to. Oh, I gotta, I have to go see my parents. I don't have to, I get to. Mindset, attitude, right? And then put forth the effort to actually do it. So anyway. The Grandpa's leaving there and he's uh, just it just elated uh, about the, the impact on his son, the grandson. And the kid's great kid, but I can see it in his eyes and his heart. He, man, oh man, he is a target for bullying simply because he's a good kind of you know uh, um, oh I't silly goofy attitude. hey just kind of going with it. I love it, right? The great personality, kids you really love. But they're also the ones that the bullies scope out, right? Just like a shark smells blood in the water. And what does a shark do when it smells blood in the water? It attacks. What do bullies do when they smell uh, weakness? A kid that's kind of, you know, just kind of, hey, goofy and <laughs> not, not very focused. <laughs> I can relate to those kids, right? And, uh, but I know the bully's going to go after them because the bullies went after me. And when I was a kid, I didn't know what to do about it. Now I do, and that's why I want to power these other kids to do it. And the same thing with our instructors. You know, I don't teach a whole lot anymore in the the academy. I do the belt promotions, I work with our team of instructors, and I work with the black belts once a month for a three-hour class. But that's, uh, that's about it. I'm working on uh, taking what we do here at the Academy and taking it to a national, global level, Grogan's Bullyproof and Kickin' Life. Pretty much the same principles, same tools, uh, the attitude and effort, the bullyproof, and everything we do here, but taking it to others outside of our community here because essentially my whole goal with everything we're trying to do here is make society a happier, healthier, and safer place to live for my kids and my future grandkids and future generations to live in a better society with kids that have honor, they have integrity, they have discipline, they have respect and their character is who they are. So that's what we're trying to do here. But once again, to kind of wrap this thing in a bow, <laughs> boom, boom, wrap it up, wrap it up, is um, attitude and effort. The attitude to say, I'm doing this. I believe in me, it may, be stru- it may be tough, it may be a struggle, but gosh darn it, I'm doing this. And then the effort, Actually, do it. Attitude and effort. And I promise you, carry those in, pass those on to your kids. And the attitude and effort also comes with the attitude and effort of cleaning up the room. The attitude and effort of putting their we always demand. Well, I, I like to say command us and demand, but I'm pretty hard on this one. Put on their shoes side by side, nice and neat. Not one shoe here and one shoe way the heck over there. That's teaching responsibility. That's teaching uh, self respect. Putting your stuff up where you found it. The attitude and effort are you're responsible for your training log sheet because that's your ticket to test. And a lot of times parents say, oh, they forgot. And I'm saying, hey, you know what? At white belt or yellow belt, I get it. You want to help your kiddos out. But I'm not going to accept these uh, uh, you saying, oh, I forgot. When they're orange belt, green belt, and red belt, especially on black belt. I want them to be responsible. And of course, some parents, this is not the right place for them. (laughs) They pretty much know when they walk in, and I talk about how they're gonna earn their uniform. They don't even get a uniform for the first several weeks. They have to earn it by their attitude and effort, not only here, but at the academy. And some parents say, oh no, I want him to have a uniform right off the bat. And I'm gonna say, you know what? We're probably not the right place for you. Now we give the kiddos a t-shirt so they feel a part of the academy, but I'm not giving them something they haven't put any amount of work or effort into to earn. Some parents even willing, to, well, I'll just pay for it. I said, no, <laughs> you're not. And uh, this is years ago. I had a, a, a kid came in and they took the free trial class and uh, they got the t-shirt and they had dad ask about the, the uniform and he willing to buy it and pay for it. And I said, no, sir, it, it's included with your membership, but they're going to earn it, not just give it to them. Well, the very next class, the kid shows up and they got a uniform on. And I'm like, sir, where, where, where'd where the uniform come from? And he says, oh, well, he I went ahead and bought it for him. He, he, he wanted to be a part of the class and I thought he did well enough to earn it. And I said, well, sir, we give him the t-shirt so they can be a part of the class, but it's also helping you as a parent set the standards of, look, you got to work, you got to put something in in order to get something out. Now, Tom Ziegler was on the um, call a little earlier here and his dad would always say, you can't Uh, Zig Ziglar, you can't stand in front of the stove and say, "Hey, give me heat, then I'll give you wood." No, you got to put the wood in in order to get the heat out. Well, the same thing here. So anyway, the dad uh, uh, said, "Well, I bought it for him, and he's gonna he's gonna go ahead and wear it, just like that." And I said, "Well, sir, obviously we are not the right place for you because if this is the way we're starting off, then then we're gonna have to part ways." He goes, "What do you mean?" I said, "Well, I can't let him wear the uniform." He has not earned it. And besides, that's not one of our uniforms. I don't know what you paid for it, but (laughs) anyway. um, So the dad goes, well, I I think he's going to wear it. And so I just say, you know what? I'm not going to argue. Let's go pull the kid off the mat. I felt bad about it. And uh, I uh, went up to the desk, gave him a refund, and said, we're not the right place for you, sir. Now, I felt bad for the kid. But I can't, I can't lower uh, our core principles are honor, integrity, discipline, and respect. Those are our core values. Those are our principles. I will go out of my way and do everything I can, and a team will do everything we can to help any child to do what we can to help a parent, empower them. But we're not breaching our core values. We're not giving away a uniform or wearing, letting a kid wear a uniform they didn't earn. I'm not giving them a belt, no matter how much big a fit a dad throws <laughs> or a mom, that they haven't earned. I want them to earn it and teach those uh, principles of, I got to put in in order to get out. So there you go. That all wraps it up. Attitude and effort, baby. You know, back to where we were talking about, those who just jumped on the line here. I was talking about a kid comes in and maybe their attitude is, I hope I can do my best. No, you're going to do your best. I believe in you. Maybe their punches aren't the best, but the right attitude for you know what, they're snapping those punches out. Boom, boom, elbows, hooks and uppercuts because they've put forth their best, continue getting better and better and better. And when you do your best, I promise, you'll become your very best. If you don't, you won't. But it's the attitude and effort that you put in. Wow. How was that? Booyah. Is that a good wham? Right hook. Boom. Left uppercut. jab, Jab cross. Right at you, baby. So just a quick update before we wrap it up here. The book is in the editor's hands, hopefully the last edit. So hopefully we'll get this baby out. And those who don't know, we've got a book coming out called Bullyproof. Been working on it now for, uh, I guess, the better part of five years. Maybe I should have paid more attention in school. (laughs) Wouldn't have to hire a writing coach and an editing coach and ah, all these other coaches. But uh, anyway, that baby will be out soon. It's called Bullyproof and it's a little journey. It's a true story on... uh, Hey, Judah, thank you. Awesome to you. Um, Me as a kid... Meeting me as Master Grogan 40 years later and we go on a journey together to become bully proof, right? So personal stories in there, I share uh, things that, uh, every story that happened to me personally or happened to my kids or one of our students, over the many years of teaching. So I try to blend those in. And it's a fun little read. It's for the kiddos uh, ages 10 to 14. Uh, And it's written, it's a narrative story. But also I want the parents to to read it as well because it gives you all the tips to help your kids become bully-proof. And of course, you're gonna learn a lot from it too to become bully-proof as well. Uh, Looking forward to the book. I want an autographed copy. But Judith, you got one. (laughs) Without a doubt. I appreciate all your feedback and jumping on all the Facebook lives. So uh, absolutely, absolutely. Get that baby out. Or we'll rock rock and roll from there. I appreciate it. Um, any other? Oh, it's brand new year, right? Happy New Year. I forgot to have started the thing off saying happy New Year. And we're going uh, we kick 2020, bang, kick that baby and step back here and kick 2020 out the door. Boom, boom. And we're going to bring on 2021 baby with a bang. So there we go. All right folks, thank you. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in. Time's the most sacred commodity. The fact that you spent some time with me today, I promise I'm going to always give you everything I got, everything I've got to bring value to that time that you spent with me because I know you're never going to get it back. So hopefully it was time well spent. If you find value in this, uh, please share it with your kiddos or share it with somebody that you know could benefit from this message. And uh, check out our website, Grogan's Bullyproof. And, of course, if you're in the area here, Grogan's Martial Arts, come check us out at the academy. And I'm working to put together uh, this inner circle that I give people kind of behind the scenes and they'll be the first ones to get like the book when it comes out and uh, um, other uh, videos that I've been filming and putting together. And uh, I haven't got all that together yet, but that's coming hopefully in the next, I don't know, we'll say three to four months. And if it gets out sooner, that'll be great too. And uh, that's all I got for you. I love you folks. I do. I love you right there. You're awesome. Believe in you. And guess who else loves you? God loves you. Please, keep that attitude. Keep that effort up. When the world kicks your butt, and the world beats you to your knees, as Rocky says, don't let it keep you there permanently. Get back up. Fight another round. Find the attitude. Find the effort. and Pass those virtues on to your kiddos as well. That's the way we're going to do it. All right. I love you. God loves you. Please share that love with the world. And until we talk again, you get out there and do your best. And I promise, you'll be your very best. You'll become bullyproof and you'll live your best kick in life. God bless you. God bless your loved ones. Thanks for all the comments and the feedback. I love you. Talk to you real soon. Bye-bye. Thank you very much, everyone, for listening to another life-changing episode of Grogan's Bullyproof. This is your bullyproof expert, Master Rich Grogan, reminding you to please share this podcast with someone who could benefit from this message, and please remember that five-star review to let others know that you're part of the Grogan's Bullyproof tribe. And until we talk again, remember... You have the power to overcome your fears and battle to your challenges to stand up to any bully you're facing, either real or in your mind. So get out there and do what you do best, and I promise you'll be your very best, and I promise you'll become bully-proof and live your best kickin' life.